Welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things. A podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. Around the holiday season, one fun activity that you may enjoy is decorating confections. Be it gingerbread houses, cakes, pastries, cupcakes, or cookies. If you've decorated cookies with kids before, you know that in the end there tends to be a lot more frosting and sprinkles than cookie, and maybe even more of both of those things on the tables and the walls than on the cookie itself. But maybe that's part of the magic. Growing up, one of the cakes that we would often make at home would occasionally have sprinkles in the batter. It was a confetti cake. These sprinkles would be baked into the cake and would dissolve as it was baking, so it would just leave flecks of color. So you would take a bite and reveal the rainbow speckles throughout the confection. With cookies for the holidays, we'd find sprinkles shaped like Christmas trees or sugar crystal sprinkles that sparkled. So in honor of adding a little bit more magic to some of our favorite baked goods, today we are going to take just a little bit of time for a little bit of gratitude for sprinkles. Before we hit sprinkles, however, we need to take a moment for nonpareils. Nonpareils are small balls made of sugar and starch. They were also sometimes discs. These are decorations that were usually white or opaque, but have been made much more colorful these days. It was unclear who exactly invented the first nonpareils, but we do have nonpareils listed as an ingredient in an 18th century wedding cake recipe in an American cookbook. Eleanor Parkinson published a recipe for how to make nonpareils in her book, The Complete Confectioner, in 1844. In South Africa, the UK, New Zealand, and Australia, these little confectionery balls are nicknamed hundreds and thousands. Basically, they're just the sprinkles that are round balls, if you're familiar with those. The German version of nonpareils are called Liebesperlen, which translates to love pearls. These were created in Görlitz, Germany, by Rudolf Hoenkis. The name Liebesperlen originated from a conversation Hoenkis and his wife had, in which he proclaimed that he loved her like these pearls, referencing the version of nonpareils that he had invented. The factory in which Hoenkis made his confectionery invention was founded in 1896. In the United States, by the 20th century, sprinkles overtook nonpareils in popularity. Sprinkles were usually softer and of an oblong shape compared to nonpareils, which were, you know, spherical. Similar to nonpareils, however, they don't have a lot of flavor, sprinkles, and are used more for decoration and texture. Sprinkles are made from corn syrup, cornstarch, wax, sugar, and food coloring. Sprinkles have a few different nicknames in English-speaking countries as well, depending on where you are in the world. We've already mentioned the nickname of hundreds and thousands, but chocolate sprinkles are also called vermicelli. In New England, however, chocolate sprinkles are called jimmies. The origin of the nickname of jimmies is very unclear, however, and there are lots of stories as to how that name came about, so we'll just go over a few of them, and basically none of them look like they are the right answer, but I'm going to tell them to you anyway. So, there is one candy company called Just Born Candy Company in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And they say that they created both the confection, so the chocolate sprinkles, as well as the nickname. The nickname came from one of the names of their employees. This story is rather unlikely, however, as advertisements for chocolate sprinkles existed in 1921, before Just Born was founded in 1923. Another story behind the nickname Jimmy's claims that one of the co-founders of the Dana-Farber Cancer Institution, which created the Jimmy Foundation, which was named for a patient, 
as well as a man by the name of Edward Brigham, who owned an ice cream shop called Brigham's. So between these two, we got the nickname Jimmy's, and it goes like this. At the ice cream shop Brigham's, if you paid a penny for chocolate sprinkles, that penny went to the Jimmy Foundation. Thus, Jimmy's. This is also rather an unlikely story, however, as the Jimmy Foundation was founded after the first recorded reference of the use of the term Jimmy's. Another nickname for sprinkles is shots. Dutch chocolate sprinkles are called Hegelslag and were invented in Vormafier in 1913 by Erwin H. de Jong. Vence is a different Dutch company that popularized the sprinkles, the Hagerschlag. They are often eaten on bread with butter. The butter helps the sprinkles stick. These sprinkles earned the name Hagerschlag because they look like hail. In Australia and New Zealand, sprinkles, or nonpareils, are put on buttered bread as well, but this treat is called fairy bread. There are a few different types of sprinkles beyond nonpareils, including sanding sugar, confetti, silver, gold, pearl sugar, drage, and so on. Sprinkles can be popular as decorations for cakes, cupcakes, cookies, and other confections, and can also be used to top ice cream, like especially for an ice cream sundae, for example. So whether you are piling the sprinkles onto your ice cream or donut to give it a little extra crunch or making your cookies a little extra special with fun shapes and colors, I know that I'm grateful for the little bit of magic that sprinkles bring to our food around the world. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Take care.